This is Logan with Antioch Speaks. Welcome back. Listen, if you haven't already, follow us on all of our social media, okay? At Antioch Speaks. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Make sure you go on our website. We've got so many podcasts coming out, producing a lot of material and content, and we want you to know everything that's going on. So don't miss out. Go to AntiochSpeaks.com and sit back and enjoy this podcast. This is AntiochSpeaks.com. I'm going to have to try to lean into microphones uh, and see if that works out to get it turned up. Um, Anyway, obviously I didn't really practice a whole lot of this to get ready, but this is Antioch Speaks. We are covered by Ark Family Church, and we're going to get started on a couple of topics. I've got Keith with me. We in the building, baby. Come on now. Keith, special guest. Yes, sir. Let's go. I've got Logan Biddy, Shorty, and we're and we're sharing microphones. So I'm gonna bounce back and forth, try to engage with you and do everything, but we'll figure it out. Yeah, Starting we're gonna work through. Unity, I like it, right? Yeah, unity, right? Yeah. yeah, together. Um, so the first thing, uh, topic-wise, that I want to talk about is how the Spirit uses uses um, small coincidences to okay. get his to get his point across, mm-hmm. right? To to make things happen. Right. Um, one of those for me was uh, how we ended up in this situation. Right. Um, Keith is not COVID positive, but he's kind of trying to praise God. Come on, <laughs> come on, let's <laughs> keep it that testify, way. Testify. Let's keep it that way. <laughs> and Logan and I just have a day off. We're just hanging out, and we started talking about uh, ministry. Uh, Can I cut in for a second? Yeah. Coincidentally, go. I leave the outlet mall and just come over, and you know what I'm saying. Look what happens. Play Rocket League. Talk to you. Now we're on a podcast. Amen. Yeah, just like Amen. what you're saying. What were you doing at the Outlet Mall? Were you, you are you are you driving yourself? You were no, I was with my stepdad, and he was shopping for some shorts because we're going to Florida. So we're at. Uh, we went to Under Armour, and then we got my mom a little gown to hit the beach with, and you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's. But I mean, they we're going at, on in vacation. Florida. Oh, uh, <laughs> Panama. I think like, they were going yeah, to Panama. Panama City. That's what's up. That's what's up. Very cool. What what I, I know what you were doing. You had a a work call. That was kind of listen, y'all. Y'all don't understand these customers out here. They are just bulling. Okay, they are straight bulling. They are trying to come up with some slice and dice, mix and match. Where's the coupon? Where's the discount? Slippery salamanders is what I call it. We ain't got it. Scheming, scheming. So yeah, we ended up together. We ended up talking about a topic um, in the in the Bible where there's a parable of the wheat and the chaff. Uh, I don't know if you want to. Pontificate. You want me to lead off? No, on you that? got it. This is your story. So, so what I find just completely um, interesting for me, and and it just took me uh, when I read this parable the first time. It took me, I, I read it three or four more times. Is he, Jesus says the kingdom of heaven is like a field uh, where the farmer goes out and sows good seed. And in, in, in his parable, in the word, it says good seed. It doesn't yeah. say he just tosses, you know, small, right, but, right, but right. good seed. And then at night, the enemy comes and throws in uh, weeds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay? Right, right, right. So then in yeah. the morning, makes sense. Uh, when the sun comes up and the day is there, the weed is growing up in the wheat. And the servants see it, and they come to the farmer and they say, hey, alarm. 
but we've got a problem. Somebody has sowed a weed in your field. And the farmer says, let them grow together. The servant says, but didn't you sow good seed? Yeah. And the farmer says, listen. Yeah. And the servant goes, let me go and take the weed out for you. Mm-hmm. And he says, if you do that, you're going to kill some of my wheat. Let them both mature together. Then I will tie up the weed and cast it into the fire. Great parable. Great yeah. parable. Hit me. It's in Matthew, I think. Uh, hit me right in the forehead um, because I, at the time, I think when I did it, uh, Barack Obama was our president. And oh, then, wow. So this has been a while ago, huh? It was a while back when I first read this parable. Heath, where were you at when Barack Obama was president? Dude, I couldn't tell you, bro. I don't even remember. <laughs> <laughs> here's here's he the wild. What year young. was that? 2008, he won the first time. I voted for John. How old were I you was then? playing video games, playing football and basketball, probably. Okay. Just being a kid. You were yeah. probably, what, five years old? Yeah. Well, I was not doing that then. I was younger, <laughs> I was I was younger than I thought. Man, I was out yeah. here watching SpongeBob <laughs> in his underwear. Sponge. Yeah. George Lopez. Gabba, Gabba. George Lopez. <laughs> <laughs> 2008. Do you remember this election? Remember? Uh, I remember, yeah, I remember in school in fourth grade we had a we had a we had to watch the inauguration, and then uh, I remember hearing about the debates and whose parents were voting for who and you know, things did like you that. have a side at the time based on the parent stuff? Yeah, 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 yeah. I grew up in a conservative family, so you were on the John McCain or the conservative side. Of yeah, yeah. So I and I was fully involved because I'm much older than both of you. So I, I this was I my first vote was for George W. Bush. So now I was on my third time in my lifetime casting okay. a vote for the American president. I was very involved in the entire electoral process. I remember a lot of things. One of them is Barack Obama was anti-gay marriage in 2007, 2008. I remember that. I don't know why, but I always remember that. The other thing I remember is people on the conservative side attacked his birth certificate that he wasn't born in America. Yeah, I remember that. I do. I so, do remember that. Like all these people, were like, oh, conspiracy theories, and like you'd see like little cartoon ads about like, oh, he's not even really American, and all that kind of stuff. Correct. It was it, that was okay. A, okay. okay. So right. now, if Barack Obama, Heath, and you don't remember this time period, but if he was voting. Uh, or telling the America that he was against gay marriage, that marriage was between a woman and a man, right? and America was attacking him politically that he wasn't born in America, where do you think they were claiming he was born? Um, they were saying Africa, weren't they? Africa. Yeah, they were saying Africa. They were like, oh, yeah, he's, what was his brother, Kenyan or something like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, and like, yeah okay, like, okay. So, so you follow this? Thing? Right, they were yeah. basically I'm saying catch up, but yeah. he's Muslim. Okay. That, that, they, were, they were calling him a Muslim, I, I believe. Yeah. And he was proclaiming Christianity. Okay. All right? That's why this parable meant something to me. And the, mm, the, interesting. I, I, okay. I'm coming around. Okay? Gotcha. And I know okay, it take okay. a long time, yeah, no, but I'm going. coming around. Yeah. It meant something to me because who are we to say the American president who was possibly born in Kenya and possibly a Muslim uh, in religion, but he's telling us he believes Christ is the Messiah. Who am I to say he's lying? How Good do point. I decide? Good point. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah. So, and, and, it, and it hit me. If I'm in church and the guy or the girl next to me has a sin nature of some sort that they have not repented of, who am I to, to decide? If yeah. They go? And that's where right. our conversation was kind of where it kickstarted. Yeah. Yeah. Heath, Heath, what do you think? What do you think? Like, if 
If somebody's like, oh, hey, what do you think about this person? They go to heaven? What do you usually say? What's your first response usually? I feel like we have a part to judge, but we also have a part where we don't judge and we leave that up to God. So it's kind of, you know, touchy territory, but... Uh, yeah, I, feel, um, I agree. I agree to a sense. Like, you know, if somebody's like, oh, they're going to heaven. Like, I don't know. I'm not God, right? Like, right, right, right. You know, a lot of people think about, like, the thief on the cross. You think anybody in the crowd was sitting there thinking, oh, like, is he really going to heaven? Like, Jesus just said he was going to be with him in paradise. Like, but they didn't even really know. They thought, like, oh, they're both dying and going thought. to the grave. Yeah. But, like, after the resurrection, after the day of Pentecost, the church, do you think they're like, oh, the thief on the cross, he's in heaven? Reminded of that, yeah. Yeah, like, do you think wow. so? Yeah. What's the question? You think like people in the crowd that watched, like, okay, let's say John, right? Apostle John, he's, he was there with Jesus' mother. He was like, oh, yeah, I got to take care of this, you know, his mother. Like, that was, like, heartbreaking to watch that happen to his, you know, his teacher and his, and his you know, friend. And now he's, he's like, oh, I'm gotta, I've got this ministry to take care of his mother. And years down the road, maybe he's taking care of his mother. Maybe, maybe Mary, Mary had passed away, and he's just sitting there reflecting about, Okay, my mission from Jesus, the last words he spoke to me on the cross was to take care of my of his mother. That ministry is fulfilled. Let me go back into the the other ministry and I can devote myself more fully to that. Do you think that there was a time where he thought, Oh, Mary's in heaven with Jesus? Who was the first one? Oh, it probably was the thief on, on the, the cross. cross. It was the guy that said, you know, have mercy on me. And then like, do you think they had a debate in the early church, like, is he in heaven? Is he not in heaven? Do you, like, what do you think? Yeah. Like, I'm sure, like, it's the same old debate. That's like, the question. Age, and age, and age. Well, and he's saying, he, he's even going deeper, right? He's saying, so, do you think the thief who never lived one day for Christ, didn't follow him anywhere? Complete sinful man. Never laid a hand on anyone for right. healing. Right. Never prayed. No baptism. One thing. No. Never gave any offering. Oh, come on, somebody. Was he the first one to enter the gates of heaven with Jesus that day? That's a question. That's a question. That's that, a good question. Yeah. Now, I've got to an answer, and then unless you want to go first. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah. My one thought is, who really knew that that interaction happened other than the murderer on the other side, right? So it could have been a whisper or something. Yeah, something like, that not everyone heard. Well, right. you got to think about it like this though. If you're if you're thinking about okay, the Apostle Paul is or not Apostle Paul, Apostle John's there and it's written in the Gospels. Multiple people heard it, so he it wasn't just so like, at least at least somebody at the bare minimum. Luke, uh, I mean Matthew, uh, Mark, and John. Or is well, that right? No, maybe only Matthew and John were there. Matthew you wouldn't have seen Luke there at the cross. He was a Gentile, and, and Mark, Mark was wasn't, okay. So if you had Matthew and John record it, then at least a dozen people, maybe more, right. heard the witness. The yeah, 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 there's a witness. Yeah. And then the second part is, uh, for me, it, it was such a um, time where if you're watching it, you're watching this one guy say this is dumb and you're watching this thief say hey remember me when we get there and you see jesus saying surely you'll have a, a seat at the table during that whole interaction it's so personal mm-hmm. even if we're watching intimate. it right yeah it's right, intimate right. between jesus and the thief right it's intimate between yeah. jesus and the murderer right. it's yeah. infinite it, it's intimate between the thief and the murderer yeah it's it's such a um and that to me is the same thing with wheat and chaff if the wheat and the chaff are growing together, they're having intimate times. Ah, uh, yeah. Rainy weather, mm-hmm. pests, wow. different wow. challenges as they're... Wow. 
And, and, and that's why this parable just hit me so hard, and I made it personal because the American president is a big deal to me. Yeah. But not as big as me and you sitting together, right? right? right. Or right. another Muslim maybe sitting in my church with me being converted, or other different sinners that we see in church atmosphere who profess Christ, but they have no real fruit, if you will. Like, I was that for a long time. I said right. I was Christian a long time, but I still acted like a heathen. There was no evidence. Was you no wouldn't fruit. have guessed I was a Christian. You would have had to ask me and have me say so. That's a very intimate. All of that is very personal. Right, yeah. But you still have a, you still have a, um, What's the word? You still have a... Uh, Dichotomy. A uh, split. A, uh... I know. Thank you so much for that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but no, you still have someone watching. You still have people that look into your life and, and, and see what you're doing. Right. Yeah. Even though I'm... Eyes are on you even when you Eyes don't are always on you. Right. Yeah, you have... Yeah. Man, I cannot think of the word, but we have one now, hopefully. But if I'm telling you I'm a Christian... And you're looking into my life because you said we have a right to judge. Remember at the right. beginning of yeah, that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so if I'm with you and I say I'm a Christian and, and this is, you know, my purpose in life is the gospel. And you now, as a brother in Christ, can look in and go, yeah, Brent. But when you talk to people, man, you see hateful things. Mm -hmm. You see angry things. You use language that's foul. No one but yeah. me really knows. Yeah, that's true. You, you, you do have a responsibility, I think, mm -hmm. to say that. You, an audience. An audience. Okay. You always you have, have the right to say something like that, right? right. Is that what you're and saying? It, you're right. And that might be an intimate time for, yeah, for not me in, front in of chat. A bunch of people, but you and I yeah. are growing together, right, right, and you're right. teaching me. But there's still an audience. Logan might see our interaction, right? Other yeah. people might hear us have these conversations like he's saying with John and the thief and Jesus. Phenomenal question. Phenomenal question, I think. There's so yeah. much in that parable that's, that's, that's deep. It's fascinating. And so I, that's where I take it to the next point, right? So I do agree that as Christians, if I see Logan with someone who's not his wife, I need to pull him aside. Now, the Bible is very specific. When I pull you aside, this is for you and me. If you repent and change, mm -hmm. you and I become yeah, close. Yeah, steps to it. Yeah. We become, right. it we we become brothers. Yeah. Um, but me pulling you out and saying that you don't deserve heaven is not my role. Yeah. No, it's I agree not. with that. I agree. I agree. Does it make I sense? Yes, and yes. as we in Shaft, that's, for me, that's those of us that sit in a congregation that we are submitted under a preacher and we go to a building. But once you become a servant, Maybe you get ordained and you're doing the online ministry. You're preaching the gospel, teaching a Bible study. You have a TikTok right. uh, element. You have a podcast. Mm -hmm. Now you're a servant in the kingdom. Yeah. Right? And, and in the parable, yeah. the servant comes to the farmer. He says, do you want me to, to rip out the weed? Uh, and what's yeah. the farmer say? He says, no, let them grow together. And then he'll do it on the day of the harvest. He'll pull them, he'll pull them both out. Yeah, well, he'll tie and up the weed and, and throw it. <laughs> Take care of them both of them at the same time. Throw like, it in fire. Um, but yeah, and as I, the other part about us growing together and becoming brothers, that's where that two or more comes. You know, mm -hmm. that same scripture. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, 16, 18, what, I think it's 18, 16, 18. Matthew 18, 20? 18, 20. 18, 20, yeah. It comes after that discussion of correction. Yeah. If you come to me, correct me. I repent. Now we have a bond. 
it, it's gotten stronger. Right. right. And right. if it's he's grown. an audience or if we ever have to correct him or he has to correct you, now it's getting we're we're together Closer, in the right. kingdom of heaven. Right. And we're protected by each other's prayers. And that's powerful. That's Super a power powerful. that's a powerful thing right there. Definitely. And and releases the burden. Like you say, bro, I believe it makes hell nervous, bro, when stuff like that starts to happen. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. We come together in unity and we have that power in Jesus. Yeah. That's where it's at, bro. Yeah. No, I think uh, the more that you, you know, the more that you tend to the soil, right, I feel like it, it attracts the enemies trying to come plant more dirty seed in your field. That's true. Because if, you know, if you're going to be producing a lot of harvest, the enemy's like, oh, there's more spoil that I can go run after. And so, like, even wow. this, you know, like, even like this, this thing that we watched the other day, there's a mega pastor, and I'm not going to mention his name, but, you know, he has this horrible affair, scandal. You know, he's out of the church now. Thank God for grace and godly mm. leaders around him that are encouraging him, walking with him. And with his wife, God, I kind of imagine what his wife's going through. Yeah. Um, and the kids, and, you know, I saw some stuff on Instagram the other day. You know, his kids are with him. His, you know, I don't know, custody, I don't care about all that. It's not my business. But, like, I think about, like, the people who have the biggest influence, it seems like the enemy's always going to try to go to them and just hit them. And so that's why, like, you know, when Paul says admonish those who are your leaders in Hebrews 13, it says admonish those who teach you the word. Because, man, they go through they it. They go through some stuff, and yeah. And how much do we, as the servants, need admonishing from one another? So it's it's that whole, you know, Ecclesiastes says, you know, a two-fold cord is not, you know. Easily broken. Easily broken, or you know, but a three-fold, you know, three-fold cord is, is way better and, you know, tighter and all that. So it's just, you know, the more unified you are together with the kingdom of God, I feel like, the more you're able to go around and look in your harvest and be like, okay, look, the enemy's trying to come out over there in the back corner at the gate. Let's Gives go repair. Let's eyesight. go repair the fence yeah. and like let's not let him in. You're you able know? to see things. You, yeah. you got to be like that watchman on the wall. Remember when Jesus said like to Peter, he's like, hey, come and pray with me, and they, you know, they fall asleep and all that stuff. And he's yeah. like, the yeah. flesh is weak, but the spirit is come willing. On, baby. Yeah. Come and on. so it's like, oh, where are we at? We need to do that self analyst. And so I heard this one guy. He told me one time. He said, when I read the parables, he says. Every time I read it, I put myself in the parable. I love that. Because mm. you have to reflect. It's not just a, a story for us to make up cool little sermons. It's a story to go, okay, where am I at? Where is my heart at? Mm. And I think that's when you start to see real deep change. And that's when you start to see that, that soil turn over. Because, you know, a lot of people in church, they like, oh, you know, I've, I've heard this so long. And then their, you know, their heart becomes dry and numb. and then it just, But they're not turning the soil right you got to turn soil in order to every so often to get plants to keep growing and to be able to reuse harvest fields you got to turn soil and sometimes it does have to sit there and you know you, you skip a cycle and things like that yeah and god will take us through different seasons but are we turning the soil in our heart so that when the seed does come mm. when it's planting season right not mm -hmm. just harvest and watering and rain and all that when it's planting season the the, the seed does actually take the, the root that it's supposed to so that it can produce the 30, the 60, the 90, you know, fold. It's such a... Do you, you have anything you want no, to... No, go ahead. It's such a good analogy with the farming and, and what you're saying because if you look at an example of the rubber meeting the road in real life, right? You go and submit yourself. You look for a, a church and you find one 
you submit yourself to the church and the preacher's good and you, you know, you get conviction or you get fed from it and you, and you make a couple friends and maybe you join a small group or a family home group or a Bible study. Yeah. Right away, someone somewhere comes up to you and goes, the pastor drives a Cadillac, mm. a really nice Cadillac. Right? And right away you start it, 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 everything you said. So if you're going home after you've got planted into a nice fellowship of people and reading your Bible, you're going to see Paul tell you whatever is good, whatever is positive, whatever yeah. is think on these yeah. things. Right? Yeah, that's good. Uh, hold people in high regard who yeah. work hard for you. Because look, when you get up and go to your restaurant job or go to your office job or your sales job, your pastor and all of the people that work in that church are keeping this place for you to come to on Wednesday night and Sunday while you're doing your normal stuff, feeding your kids, making sure your pets are taken care of, that kind of thing. You've got good church people serving. In a lot of cases, they don't make much money. Yeah. Sometimes you might see a, a woman who cleans yeah, the true. church driving a, a Cadillac Escalade that maybe her grandfather gave her. Or, you know, maybe she owns a cleaning business and she's yeah. giving that service to the church for free. You never really know. But if you're taking care of your seed and soil through every season, you get through it and you yeah. embrace each other and you pray for your pastor and you serve your church. That's good. Yeah. Amen. I think that's a good that's a good little parable, good little good little place for us to encourage our listeners. What are we doing? We gotta yeah. self we gotta self analyze where is our heart at right right yeah are we are we in the place where do we have more tears and weeds or do mm. we have more actual you know seeds bearing fruit right and you know if you need to know what that looks like get in the scripture like get in the word like what Pray does it look like you know be. for yeah, that's right for godly living go look at you know the parables that jesus taught in matthew go look at the things that he taught in in uh and you know Matthew, I think it's like 14. Go look at Luke. You know, all the different Gospels, they, they, they all share different aspects and different views of it. But man, get into the Word and start diving in. See if your life lines up with that. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go into 1 Corinthians uh, chapter 6 real quick and point something out as to what you just said. Because you hit a lot of things, right? The fruit um, is there, and we can discern if we're in the Word. Um, where we're at. And what we like to do is we like to read this verse right here. The very fact that you have lawsuits among you means you have been completely defeated already. Why not rather be wronged? Why not rather be cheated? Instead, you yourselves cheat and do wrong and you do this to your brothers and sisters. Or do you not know that the wrongdoers will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived. Neither the sexually immoral, the adulterers, nor the adulterers, nor men who have sex with men, nor thieves, nor the greedy, nor drunkards, nor slanderers, nor swindlers will inherit the kingdom of God. When we read this, we want to serve it up to the swindler. We see a swindler, mm. right? brother or sister in Christ, or atheist, agnostic. I'm not pointing at you. I'm yeah, 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 right, right. And no, I got you. He's a believer. He's yeah. A believer. Oh, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> um, but we want to serve up that scripture to condemn other people. But when you read this scripture, look inside. Yeah. Okay. Or do you wow. not know wrongdoers? Immediately, okay, I'm not a wrongdoer, I, th I don't think. Do not be deceived. Neither the sexually immoral. 
I gotta look at myself. Am I sexually immoral? Am, am I, I adulterer? Yeah. Am yeah. I gaming women? Am I am I going out and trying to get as many girls as I can to to? So date? true, because we're so quick to point the finger, but we need to point the finger to ourselves. Yeah. yeah. Am I am I sexually immoral? Am I looking at other men's wives? Mm. Am I lusting over right? images to make myself feel better? Even lusting over the things of life, it doesn't always have to be, you know, a woman or a man or something like yeah, that. Yeah, because it keeps going. Earlier so today, yeah. If you look at yourself and say, no, I don't look at porn. I don't do prostitution. I don't. But shoes, I love them. I want me a pair of shoes. Okay, now, bam. Okay, yeah. so I got a lot of shoes as well. I, I, you know, you like clothes as well. We like shopping, right? So it says right after that, sexually immoral or idolaters. Yeah. That hits the shoes. Yeah. yeah. Look inward. Don't look at your pastor's Cadillac and call him an idolaterer. Look at your Look at yourself. shoe right. shelf and go in like the way you, you flip that, switch that. This is the fruit. If you're walking the walk, drunkards, slanderers, are you slandering someone at work because you want their position? Mm. You might be at work and say, man, I'd really like to be the boss. So now I'm going to attack my boss to his boss every opportunity. Every email is a blast at, at my boss because I want his job, you know, or her job. It's like sin with, you know, it's like ants, right? Like they find one thing and then they just attract all their buddies. So you start getting coveting, you're going to start getting jealousy. You'll get right. slander. This is snowball, you get revelry, you get division, thing. you get this, and it's yeah. like, whoo. Don't let sin be found in your heart because it starts Before to you know it, friends. you got a whole ant pile in front of you. That's facts, bro. That's facts. And yeah. I'm going to hit... Before I want to hit three points from what we've talked about so far, and I want to read this last verse. Yeah. Because there's, Paul always encourages us. He always brings hope. So eleven, Come on. and Come on. that is what some of you were, Come but on. you were washed, you were Come sanctified, on. On. you were justified Amen. in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and by the Spirit of our God. Amen. So uh, the three point thing that we're talking about here: number one, do your own work. On the Bible fellowship, submit yourself to your Bible. Number two, be careful how you're correcting brothers and sisters. Don't judge them and cast yeah. them into hell. Pull them aside. Make yeah. a relationship from something you've dealt with before. And then the um, the third and the final one was be a servant. You're not, you're not the farmer, right? You're the Six, servant. Yeah. Yeah. You're the servant. Yeah. Wow, amen. 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 This is good. This is good. So if you want to keep moving, I got a plan. You want to go with my plan? Does okay. everyone want to try my plan? I think we stop and then we can do a second part two. You want to stop? Part and, two and, and try part two from this. Different? Okay. Yeah, because my video, I can't go forever. Oh, where are you at? I don't know. So are we pausing now? Did you already pause the video? Yeah, the recording is saving. Thanks for joining us at AntiochSpeaks.com. If you enjoyed that, uh, subscribe wherever you're listening to this podcast, whether it's Spotify, Pandora, um, Amazon, or uh, Apple, wherever it is that you're listening to this, hit subscribe. We urge you to visit the website, AntiochSpeaks.com. You can interact from there. Send us an email. Uh, you can donate. You can uh, just be a part of everything that's going on. Again, we thank you very much. Have a great night.